I'm not clumsy. It's just the floor hates me, the tables and chairs are bullies, and the wall gets in the way. Schmackamagob, oh wow, is this a great, great episode. Historic episode. The original Merciful Fate drummer, Kim Ruz. I don't know if there's ever been an audio interview with Kim Ruz online. I know I've checked, I've never found one. And this is all thanks to Wayne Noon from uh, this podcast belongs to them. He's been working on this interview for a few months. We finally got it. We did it earlier today. And wow, what an amazing interview. Uh, I am a Merciful Faith fanatic, and I learned a few things that Kim talked about. It's an in- insane interview. It's awesome. Uh, the beginning, there's a couple, you know, a little connection problem in the beginning. and uh, But then it gets great. And, wow, you're going to hear a lot of cool things that I was not aware of. So, uh, let's do this already. Here it is. Uh, It's a crossover podcast. Uh, The Vieira Vault meets this podcast belongs to them. And here we are interviewing the original Merciful Fate drummer, Kim Ruz. Enjoy. Thanks for coming on. This broadcast belongs to them. And uh, it's our King Diamond podcast, and we're lucky to have you on, Kim. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Pleased to be here. Yes, and uh, we're here with Ralph Vieira uh, from the uh, Ralph yep. Vieira Vault podcast, and yep. also with uh, my co-host, Greg. And, uh, yeah. Well, he can't see you, Greg. I've heard some, some, some of your shows after, after we talked. Uh, I, I, I find it, uh, find it on, 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 the, on the web, and then... Uh, I listened to the couple of pretty good social team, so yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm proud to be uh, invited. Yeah, thank you for coming on. It's an honor. It is an yeah. honor. Uh, Kim, I just want to say that uh, I discovered Merciful Fate before Melissa. Uh, a friend of mine down here in South Florida found the, the EP, and then I soon bought it. And uh, honestly, Merciful Fate, the 80s Merciful Fate to me is uh, the my favorite band with uh 70s black sabbath i mean uh y'all meant so much to me and uh i've said it a million times it's not that i have a problem with the fade albums afterward i like them as well but uh it's just not the same without you it's like you take any component out of the five original members it's just not the same there's something about your drumming it was more or in in an organic nature and i like that organic feel to drumming you know and um, it's it's just an honor to talk to you. And uh, and and I will say, you know, um, it has you have been kind of a a, a mystery to us, fake yes. fans, because we didn't we never really heard much from you afterwards. Yeah, but we yeah, all I'm talk really about you. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I've, I've, um, first of all, the, your points of uh, your points of about the music, for fake music, I've shared them a lot. Um, you couldn't take anybody out of that of that uh, lineup. And it was so special. It was so one of these things that uh, just happens. Uh, you can't you can't sound plan it. You can't. Um, it just happens. 
Mm. And we were the right guy and the right, uh, yeah, everything was just right for musically. Yeah, you, you guys, you guys made magic. It was a magical uh, experience. It was a religious experience listening to, to Merciful Fate because um, I, I've never known of a band that could cram so many riffs in one song and make it work like you guys did. You know what I'm saying? No. It just flowed yeah, perfectly. For me, the good stuff is not on tour, it's on stage, it's the, it's the fucking rehearsing room, it's the process. When you're making the music, that's the most exciting part. In the process, you just hit something magic, as you say, and um, yeah. Was it, was it ever, uh, was there ever, and I'm sorry, Wayne, I'll let you take <laughs> over. I know, I know what you're saying. Go ahead, I, that's um, fine. We're all was it together. ever, in the writing process, was there ever, like, you know, a time where everything just flowed naturally and you wrote a song quick, or was it always? Because uh, to me, it sounds like it took a long time to write these amazing songs. Yeah, or was yeah. there any any songs that just like flowed out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either Hank uh, or Michael or, or King uh, brought some material to 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 to, to the rehearsal. Uh, often, really rare, really raw stuff. As it had to be prepared, and um, it was uh, the, the the what can we call it? The sewing or the knitting work or the the. Oh, uh, sure. the the composing is, was not any number from us for fate, and you'll see there's some uh, writers and some uh, lyrics. But the, the only thing that you can say that it's the lyrics. King was the only one who, who did lyrics, but the music uh, we all did that together. Even though it says Michael uh, and Hank or or King and or Hank uh, blah 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 or King had wrote the number, that, that it's not really so. It's uh, they brought the, the probably. You know that how, how band rehearsed. You know how that works. Uh, mm-hmm. they, can, they, can, they can throw some material, material on the table, and and the whole band just start to work with it. And uh, yeah, um, I, but I I was not that old. I was 19 years old. Very creative, but not. Uh, I wasn't uh, minded, business minded, or anything like that. It's just uh, I'm just just having a time of my life. Hmm. Yeah. Now you didn't start with uh, Marcel Fate. Where did uh, how did they get you into the band? Because they had different drummers all before you joined. Um, started um, how was it? Benny, you, you know the guy Benny, who Benny Peterson, who who, who uh, uh, briefly replaced Michael Denner for mm-hmm. a short period. Yeah. Uh, um, I played with him. I, I knew him. I known him since we were uh, 13, 12, 13 years old. Oh, oh we, wow. We, we, we went to a youth club together and we started a band there. And um, we played on for two, three, four years, uh, getting better and better. And then uh, Benny was uh, getting quite good, and uh, so was I. And, and Benny started, um, there was an opening in Mercful Fate where he started to play the guitar. Uh, I think because some uh, some shit happened between uh, Michael and some of the other guys in the band. For a week, it took a little week, then somebody, uh, somebody knocked on my door and asked if I was interested in joining most for free. I said, no shit, no, I won't do that shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get my house down. I think, I, yeah, that's all. <laughs> Very <laughs> can cool. Can you, can, you, can you understand me? Yeah. Yes. 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 yeah. Okay. Well, the first, uh, then our first rehearsal was, uh, I think I was playing with Hank for half an hour before the other. Guys arrived and then we uh, put the uh, Doom by the Living Dead together. Uh, it stands. I can still remember that moment when we, when we, because we just 
uh, it was such a special uh, feeling because Hank and me, we just clicked. We mm. never speak. He told me that we just said hello, and then he plugged in, and I said, uh, drums, and then he started playing. And then it's just, it's just magic. I've never, ever, ever felt anything like that. Wow, that's really awesome, and um, you know, you you can really tell too. My fir- my favorite uh, Merciful Fate recording is actually the uh, the three song Friday Rock Show session you guys did that they put yeah. on that compilation in the beginning. And um, well, first of all, your your drums are mic'd amazing in that. I love <laughs> how in your face it is. <laughs> but um, you know, you, you you guys improvise a little bit there and. The playing is just so fluid and it's so heavy and it just sounds amazing. You and Timmy are just so in the pocket. It's almost like listening to a uh, 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 a Zappa concert. It's so tight. <laughs> yeah, we, but we, you know, we rehearsed so fucking much. Uh, it's more than it was more than a normal full time job in Denmark. We rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed, and we loved it. And that's that's probably why we we, we got so tight. Because we, we, it was just coming. Everybody wanted that. We, we didn't want to, to to be as anybody else we wanted to be as tight as if we could ever be, and so professional and so everything. We wanted to be the best the whole way, all the way around. Mm-hmm. And and it's not not hysterical, but just uh, just natural. How uh, Kim? How was the scene in Denmark at the time when you guys? Uh... We're playing out and uh, we'll like see. in the very early days. Yeah, what scene? There was no scene. There was, there was, uh, no... There was, a, wow. there was no scene. No scene for heavy. No, no scene for heavy rock. Or heavy metal. It, it wasn't even heavy metal at that time. I think. Mm. I think heavy metal was just just getting. I think uh, as a as a genre, as a you know what you call it in in English in Danish we call it genre. Uh, you know different different kind of styles in in in, in heavy. Oh, yeah. well, subgenres, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. method was just just started when we started up with, with, with some Saxon and some accept some uh, uh priest and and stuff like that. So so yeah, that was no real thing. It was punk uh, or, or uh, post punk uh, scene, uh, most of some pop. Mm. So when you would play shows uh, in Denmark at that time, was it like uh, uh, hard to find shows, and did you have to no, leave Denmark? We did, we did also. We 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 did the, so the, the gigs we played in Denmark before we went and make the mini EP was uh, mostly something we arranged ourselves. Or uh, I think we were, the, I don't know what how they got the support gigs. I was uh, we played with the. We were, um, you know, there was a Gillen, Gillen band. You supported Gillen band and, uh, and something else. I can't quite remember. Now, did you uh, w- did you ever hear of Black Rose and uh, the Brats before you joined yeah, Muscle Fate? No, no. Yeah, the Brats I've heard of before, yeah. but not the Black Rose. I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know King or Kim uh, before. Really? Wow. I, did, I didn't know him. I've seen Hank. Mm-hmm. I've heard of him uh, and through Benny uh, because. Uh, you're too too kid for his too kid his ideas. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. together, you know, like cops or something like that. <clears throat> no. Ben, Benny wasn't related to King Diamond, right? It's just coincidental they had no, the no, same no, class. They just uh, 
that's just crazy. How was it recording the EP? Like, because uh, you, I, I would imagine, like, because you didn't do those songs beforehand, because most of that stuff was like written from earlier stuff. So how was? How did you? Um, uh, yeah, because they had a drum, you know, the drummers before you, and you added your own thing to that. So how was it doing those songs, your own style? I didn't think about. I didn't think of. I think about. I just did it. Did you uh, did you take drum lessons or did you teach yourself? Because uh, you have a, a certain style. Not too many people have your style. Yeah, it's my own style. I've never, I've never um, have any um, uh, what you call this education. That uh, mm-hmm. I've never been to drum lessons. Any teachers, anything? No, this is my own. Uh, <laughs> I always have. I think it was five or four, between four or six years old when I. When I knew I had to help to do something with uh, with showbiz because I've, I, a dream kept coming back to me when I was like you know uh, having a, a on stage view on the crowd. I had never been on stage. I've never been on in a, in a theater or anything. But I can still remember those dreams. How was it being on stage for the first time? Were you nervous? Mm-hmm. Every time, every yeah. time I'm stage. Every time. Every time. Every fucking time. Still, you know the last. Uh, Half hour before the uh, start, I always wish it get cancelled. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but not enough, not enough to 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 mitigate myself or anything around that. Uh, it's just, just I, I maybe I think maybe it's a good feeling because uh, you're very focused and uh, one and a half seconds after I I, I go it's it's gone. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, so then you re- you recorded the Immersible Fate album. What what was different from that from the EP from re, uh, like recording wise? Bigger studio, uh, uh, not much, not much, not not much that I can recall because it was kind of the same procedure, you know, every time. Mm. Uh, yeah. Did you see popularity with the band getting to, to be more by then? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the reason why we got to make the EP here. Yeah. Because the, the popularity rose in the, especially in in, uh, in Holland and in England, uh, I think for a start. Mm. Then uh, then we can, we in, in, in we we um, we follow up the metal scene uh, worldwide. It's through the magazine Kerrang. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Did you yeah. did you uh, face a lot of controversy at the time? Because you know the album cover of uh, the EP and the subject mm-hmm. matter. Of the songs, yeah. was there a lot of controversy that followed you guys back then? Yeah, only, only, only from your country. The, the moral majority <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> but, uh, but, was there? Was uh, I know there's one show. This was around before Melissa that was professionally filmed, which uh, you know a lot of us bootleggers have. Do you call any other shows like during the Melissa era or Don't Break the Oath that was filmed? By a professional crew. The only, the only professional I've seen, uh, I've been involved with, or often I just got told now, uh, was in I think it was in Rome, in Italy, in Rome. I don't know anything. I don't know uh, if there were. I forgot. Do you own anything that you've uh, recorded or, or live or anything? No, no, no. I've got the I've got the records, of course, but. Uh, um, and I got some pictures, but uh, nothing else. Nothing else. Oh, you didn't keep nothing. <laughs> I, I did keep something. Uh, I, did, I did keep something, uh, but something you know. Uh, 
at some point of my life, I had to choose what I what I you know, right. what what I what I wanted to do. And as I told mm-hmm. you, in the start, I had a really 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 shitty tough, very tough uh, childhood. And uh, when I when I got married and my wife uh, got pregnant, uh, I had to take uh, I had to take a decision of what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a father. Or I wanted to be a musician, a musician uh, uh, touring the world. And I, I know myself good enough. Uh, I know myself enough to. Uh, I, it would be hard for me to 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 to, uh, to not be with my with my children. Now you brought up you had a uh, you brought up you had a tough tough childhood. What what was your childhood like? Um, uh, so, uh, a lot of abuse. Mm. Uh, single single mother. Uh, I think um, if there was one day I didn't get beaten, that that was must have been. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, starting from from I was four years old, oh, wow. and it, it's not it's not just uh, you know it's not just slaps, but mm-hmm. uh, the uh, uh, palm of your hand, it's just, you know fists, uh, fists from a from a from a drunken uh, drug addict, bitch, uh, yeah. mother. No, it's a bit like Eminem. I just tell about it. And when when I met the with the guys, I was nineteen. I just uh, <coughs> yeah. I, 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 I was still a uh, abused child. Some, really? you know, yeah, yeah. In my head, you know, I had uh, nothing was been, uh, nothing had been dealt with. Uh, I was handling it on my own. So yeah. I guess the band was a good thing in a way, because I guess it kind of got you away the from that. No, ever, the best thing ever. If I, if, if, if I hadn't started it, if I didn't, if I hadn't played with for Vader, I, I don't know what have happened, have happened mm-hmm. to me. It probably. Junkie, a criminal. I don't know because I'm uh, I'm very creative and I'm a bit intelligent as well, and um, I always find ways to, to, to handle. You know, you, if you if you have to be an adult from from your ten years old, you 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 get street smart or what you call it. You you learn to take care and handle yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that happens in your life creates who you are, makes you who you are. Few people have been so lucky as I am. Mm. Yeah, for, for the life of that, I think. Right, right. So yeah. uh, even 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 though shit have happened, I think that who doesn't doesn't experience that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad things ended up working out. Yeah, Greg. Greg. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, one thing I was always curious about, Kim, was um, yeah. I I know Merciful Fate's first U.S. tour in '83. You went out with uh, Slayer. Did you guys yeah. ever jam together at all, or how no, was that tour? No. <laughs> it was a great tour. Uh, no, we didn't jam together. We just uh, I think they were. I think the first time we met them were. I think it was Phoenix where they were support when we played in Phoenix. Um, yep. But but um, as I the details around the tour in in in, in the US uh, the sometimes a bit blurry for me uh, oh, due sure. to a lot of um, I didn't drink I didn't drink much I've never done that and uh, I do smoke it a bit once in a while but um, it was uh, uh, so mind blowing an experience for me uh, as uh, I've told you where I come from and and then. Uh, you know, uh, walking from being uh, the 
the gift year, the, the neighbors uh, kids aren't allowed to play with and to to sort of be, um, being treated like a star. Um, yeah. That really, uh, it took uh, it took me some, it took me about a month to 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 uh, to cope with that. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually what happens in a, in a concert where um, you know when 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 you when you when, when you first it hits you, you, you that the the, the fact, you could look upon as a star and everybody uh, looks up to you and and, and if you're not that old you know it gets your head uh, you have to you have to you have to have some to help you you have to have some support to to to, to understand how you can how you navigate in that uh, in that uh, in that environment and um, and Michael and uh, me we were then and still are very good friends we talk a lot. And uh, but but still, it, what's hard not to be to uh, put it straight. It's hard not to be an arrogant little prick, uh, uh, which I uh, <laughs> and um, too arrogant and too full of myself and um, all of that. And then one day um, we hadn't didn't really earn any money on the, the US tour, and I didn't earn any money on on this tour at all. That's another story. But um, uh, once one before the concert, two two nice nice younger guys came up to me, uh, have recognized me, and asked if they could get a a back a back <laughs> uh, And then I said, yeah, we can arrange that. But that'll be you'll have to pay two hundred dollars each. They do that. And I I I the back passes. And then in the moment where 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 I, I received the money. I, I just everything just um, crossed inside my head. <laughs> I think, what the fuck are you doing, you stupid idiot? <laughs> <laughs> These two guys are one of those who are responsible for you. For I'm beating that from. These are the guys who, who makes you stuff, not your fucking self. So that made the things uh, you know fall in place for me. So I, I gave them the, uh, the the backstage passes and a hug and that money. <laughs> <laughs> and from from that point, from that point I was, I, was uh, I tried to be I tried to be humble. I know I'm, I'm not very successful, but that's fine. <laughs> but you made history. I mean, I mean, from your you know trouble uh, the the trouble you went through as your childhood, you can look back now and say you know. Yeah, you you are a big influence on many many people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Many drummers look up to you, and uh, you are uh, you are legendary. Yeah, you, I, mean, I, I, you I, I just it's very it's very hard to to, to grasp sometimes. You know, I, 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 you know, if you know how many times I stood with the with the the moving pictures, you know, the brush album or some or some yeah. purple or something with Iron Pace or. You know, Gene Krupa, all this, uh, or, or uh, not Gene Krupa, but all us, ooh, like other great drums. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I look at their albums. I've often done that. I have got shit. This this guy is good. And to 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 to, to understand that these guys these guys do the same with your albums. That's uh, that's fucking freaking me out. <laughs> Sometimes that's, uh, <laughs> that's very hard to understand. But I'm I'm very proud, and I 
sometimes it's hard to to, to 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 take it in, if you know what I mean. Mm. And every yeah. time I'm down, I just go to look on the I, I go to Google and write tumors, I write this with freedom, my self confidence is and it's getting back. So yes, I am uh, very grateful for for uh, for Mr. Fate. The the music you guys did in the eighties, it's still relevant and fresh today. It doesn't age. Right. You know, so then, then Kim, uh, when with the "Don't Break the Oath" album, um, you came back to the states and toured with Exciter and Motorhead. Um, that must have been a great time. That was a really great time. Really great. It was, uh, yeah, undescribable. And so, to, yeah, to to, uh, to listen to. You know how? Uh, <laughs> do you know how uh, how Motorhead warm up before a gig? Mm, no, no. Uh, no, you don't know that. No, no. <laughs> the the cappella, they're singing Surfing Safari with all the all the harmonies. <laughs> no shit. Wow, no I shit. Could, that's just hard to imagine it, Lenny, no, Eddie, they, and Phil. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they could they could go around America and say, it's got talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew about I I knew about that tour came while it was going on, but I live in South Florida and I was very young at the time. But believe me, yeah. if you would have came to South Florida, I could have seen Merciful Fate because uh, yeah. you, you know you were the band. You know you were the band. You were like for us metal you know kids at the time. Yeah. Uh, Merciful Fate wasn't on MTV or you know it was like. And if we had no. to read about them, it was on Kerrang! and Import Magazine. Yeah. So you were yeah. kind of like our band, you know? Yeah. And it was very special. And I still feel like Merciful Fate still has that. Was that it kind of forbidden fruit or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the forbidden yeah. fruit always tastes sweeter. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, with, with the recording of, of um, Melissa and uh, Don't Break the Oath, was there any songs that were recorded that none of us heard? No. Yeah, Everything so. was released. Yeah, everything was released. Yeah. There's no. Well, what there's about no, the? Uh, I, think we had, I think it was a uh, was it, was it black uh, masses. I think. Yeah, black masses was a B side on Black Funeral. Yeah, yeah. What about I, the immigrant, uh, immigrant song? The immigrant song. I know you guys did do a, a, a version of that, but it never got released. No, 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 no. It was never recorded. You just played it live or not, rehearsal. Not with, me, not with me. Not with me. Maybe later or before. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay. There was no cover songs uh, in the Merciful Fate days, like live. No, no. It was always no. original material. Always. Uh-huh. Oh, that's only that. Yeah, that's just, it's interesting because um, I, I think it's in the Melissa remastered CD that uh, Roadrunner put out. King uh, says in the liner notes for that that you guys recorded it, but it uh, got deleted. Well, which <laughs> number? What number? Uh, the Immigrant, the immigrant song. song. No, no, we didn't. Not, uh, not, I didn't. They may have done something that without me knowing it. Uh, uh, I've never played the immigrant song with, with, with these guys. I played it with these guys. With the recording of Don't Break the Oath, because this is starting to get to the, the breakup of the band, uh, what was going on in the band 
at the time was there like I know there was conflicts with Hank and, and things that he was wearing and not really being into metal at the time or something was going on with him. Uh, how was it, how was the band itself? Actually, I was very surprised uh, when when uh, when uh, when King phoned and said that uh, uh, the band was breaking up and I could um, get an, uh, get a job with King Diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very surprised, very very surprised, and I was very very fucking angry about it because I think we have achieved so much and uh, and there have been uh, there have always been you know you know you know. Kings, the, the way King sings kind of divides uh, everybody. Right. Some yeah. love it and some hate it. And uh, of course, we were aware of, aware of that. And we uh, seriously discussed it, uh, getting in an, another singer, mm. because we, we we knew that the music alone was, uh, had the potential to 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 to, to be more. And uh, don't misunderstand me. But uh-huh. uh, be more than just a, 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 a satanic uh, metal band. Uh-huh. I think the only one who had that um, ambition was King. Yeah, uh-huh. nobody else had any ambition, and that's what that was why we split. I think because uh-huh. uh, a small, I think it was a small company called Warner Brothers that wanted to sign us, and uh, but the King had to to the, the message was he had to. to uh, to lower his mission uh, style and, and, and get more an attitude like uh, like uh, Alice Cooper or, uh, or, or I can't remember from Black Sabbath. Uh, Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy, like Ozzy, you know, uh, yeah. stories uh, instead of conversation and, and that we, the, all, it's, all the guys in the band sort of agreed on that and we we put some pressure on King. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, and he um, and I kind of uh, somehow I admire him for it because he 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 he, he still his hand and said no oh, I'm I'm not uh, my uh, my ambitions is not for sale. We try to person to to to, uh, to lower the, the the volume on Satanism and uh, go the hard way, but he uh, no way. So he uh, he wanted to spread up most profit and and the. And hire us to to play in that band. And before we uh, before I get to the, I didn't get to speak to any of the guys and Jimmy and uh, and Dana already said yeah yes to to that instead of uh, talking to me and Hank about uh, getting another thing. So that oh, wow. uh, yeah, and Hank offered me to I could play the drums. The King offered me to play the drums in Diamond, but I was uh, I was uh, too pissed to uh, yeah. I don't know what angry everything. Uh, she was uh, yeah, stubborn. I don't know, mm-hmm. stupid. But, uh, so you you know the history. You know what happened to me. I talked to some of the other guys. You know um, he's not King, Mr. Kim Bendix is not always the uh, so bad. Uh, and he's yeah. um, very <laughs> very money oriented. I said no to King and I said no to to Hank. Hank wanted to uh, go the glam rock way and. Uh, that uh, that was not uh, what I had in, uh, in mind. Wow. So, uh, that, that, yeah, that gee, not... you didn't miss much there. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> that record, but I I could never get behind Hank on that one. No. It's, so that uh, you know Hank's Hank's, uh, Hank's for saying he's a nice guy, but he's for saying. I know I'm maybe I'm saying too much, but uh, he's he's uh, you know he's still he still wants it to be a rock star. And the guy's uh, over sixty years old. I think it's uh, I think it's <laughs> a historical. 
Well, that, that is something that I don't know if you guys were aware of, but I had no idea that uh, Kim was asked to be part of the King Diamond uh, band. That no, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I was the first, yeah. I, I always question that, Kim, because in, in all the stories I've read, it was only yeah. King Diamond was the one that most would say, well, the reason Merciful Fate broke up was, you know, Hank Sherman was wearing uh, some weird clothes on stage. He yeah. wanted to get more pop, but... He never mentioned you. That's why I always thought it was odd that you weren't part of the King Diamond Band, but now you just explain why you weren't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you still were. Because uh, uh, everybody else was in the King Diamond Band in the beginning. I, 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 told, King, I told King when he, when he gave me that offer that I said, I, that's, uh, it sounds, uh, it sounds thank you for your offer, but that's not enough. Um, oh. And he know. Uh, you can, yeah, I'm, I'm not, you can't control me. Mm-hmm. Hank and, and King try to control me. They can't. Um, I'm not smarter than they are uh, in that direction. I, I can look through what, already that time I could, I could see what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Your, heart, your heart wasn't into it. No, no. Yeah. You, you, what's interesting about that is um, that's actually why uh, Les Binks left Judas Priest after uh, Killing Machine, too, because they told him they wanted to go in a more pop-oriented direction, so they wanted him to play simpler, and he said, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, but, but that's the, the, my point is, is the same point there, but you cannot, I think it's, you're cheating yourself and everybody around you to try, it's a thing that can make music, magical music in a certain direction, no. It just happens. It just fucking happens. You don't think about it. You just do it. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't plan. You can't plan that. It's gonna. Right. It's not John Parker. <laughs> you know. You can. You can. You can use math. Yes, you can do that. And you can write some great stuff just using math. Lots of examples on, on, on that. But but if you want to create magic, well, okay, that that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. You say that because um, the your drumming. You know it. it like I said earlier, it's like organic from the heart. It's not, yeah. I don't think it's a, a planned thing. You just uh, played from your heart where I think King was going in the direction to make it more, uh, you know, let's make it technically, you know, that's what the Mickey D thing yeah. comes in. Both of you are, are such different drummers, but your drumming is more organic in an organic nature, a real nature. And that's what made Merciful Fate so um, amazing in the 80s and why it was so different afterwards because I'm telling yeah. you when, with In the Shadows I mean it, it, you just didn't have that organic feel anymore because okay. everybody knows uh, the most important member of a band is a drummer because yeah. if, the, if the drummer's not I couldn't agree more I couldn't agree more well you know if the drummer's no good the band's no good you know yeah okay true true so that uh, and and it shows, and that's why Merciful Fate was so special because it felt more organic, more real, less yeah. uh, processed is, is a better way of saying it. It was organic. It was uh, with no preservatives, as they say. You know? <laughs> and, and that's why you guys are so special, you know, and, and always will be special. And that's why you're still talked about today the, the yeah. those albums you know they're still yeah. heralded today as yeah. you know when anybody talks about merciful fate you know they always lean more toward the 80s stuff 
you know. Yeah, yeah. it's always those first. I, I can see that when I when I when I, when I look at the, the the different list on the different uh, you know you know medias you know Spotify or something like that, I can see you. I can see what the hits are laying. That's that's mm. obvious. Um, mm. um, so I, I'm very proud of that, and I think Mickey D is a Excellent, this is so fucking good drama. And uh, oh, great. Uh, uh, but 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 uh, as you say, I, I think um, it, it was. It's not that my drumming was. Uh, I, I don't know which one of you who wants to call my drumming sloppy. I have a knee ready for you. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> no, it was. I said yeah, I said no, organic. No, no. organic. Like, it's, it's totally correct. It's totally correct. You can you can uh, you. Some of it's sloppy, but but um, uh, it's not. It's very it's 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 very thought. I, uh, everything I do is is not planned, but uh, it's it's uh, how I felt it, and I, I and, uh, and I, I keep on playing it like I wanted. To, uh, how can I explain it? Um, some of the things I couldn't do, I had to rehearse. I had to rehearse. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, uh, double bass. Um, it took me at. at on the EP, there's no double bass, and I think on uh, on Melissa, there's a little bit in Satan's Fall. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, learned, I, took, I was asked to a super session to do, to join a super session at the Dynamo in in, in Eindhoven in Holland, and uh, we just uh, playing with DiMaggio from uh, from uh, Iron Maiden, the old singer, and uh, Udo would be there, and uh, Schenker and uh, some. Uh, you know, you know uh, these small guys. You know. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> really, really, yeah, really big guys. I was really, I was stunned. <laughs> and then I asked to come in and I, and I should play uh, Fast as a Shark and some other shit. And I had never played the double bass, and I loved uh, Fast as a Shark. And I loved the, the double bass. So I had to. I I booked the rehearsal room for 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 fourteen days, and then I moved in with uh, some food and my sleeping bag and my double bass, and uh, then I learned to play double bass. Uh, and and so and that's the way I um, I often I do things you, you know like somebody does with computing you know learning by doing uh, learning as as the needs uh, are created are, are there you know what I mean mm. oh yeah yeah yep. yeah and, and my then, repetition I mean, much much of what I do on on the drums on on the it's it's uh, I want it to be like that and I uh, some I some I could right away and some uh, some some stuff some breaks some things i have to uh, i have to read but you remember this almost all the all the 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 the, the shift between the different riffs in the songs i made uh, mm. uh, yeah me and michael or me or, and, and timmy or me and, but i was uh, i was you know, i was the creative uh, i was the creative part of the band in, in that in that uh, in that direction, not in lyrics, not in singing, not in, in guitar playing, but you know the, the what do you call it? Uh, Re- the re- rearrangements, I guess maybe. Yeah, the the, the, the rhythm section. Like say, for all you have about thirty-two or thirty-three uh, different riffs, and you mm. yeah, 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 because you got to make sure you're you're able to play what they're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm a drummer too. I, I I get it. I'm a drummer. I got to rearrange all my yeah. guitar stuff around so I can play things and figure it out myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, did you follow King Diamond's career after uh, Merciful Fate no, broke up? No, no, not not particularly because mm-hmm. uh, it, it didn't. Just, <laughs> the guy really doesn't interest me that much, and uh, his music. I've heard something most, you know, for vanity, just for you know. 
making sure it's not as good as my full weight. And uh, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been disappointed yet. <laughs> I I agree. <laughs> well, Kim, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a question that yeah. when when I I get asked the same question. Well, we all do. All Marshall Fate fans do, and uh, it is very you hard for me to. Uh, I'm going to give you a question that a lot of us Merciful Fate fans ask each other. Yeah. Uh, and it's a very difficult answer for me and for most Merciful Fate fans. And we kind of like say it's a tie, but if we had to choose, um, yeah. what would you say uh, you like more, Melissa or Don't Break the Oath? That's not fair. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, because, Kim. Because, because you know, it's a part of the history. It's a part of the process. Everything, one thing leads to the to the next, right. which leads to the next. Uh, um, I probably would say, if you have, if you twist my arm and put a gun to my head, I probably say Melissa because that was uh, the first time. You know what I mean? The yeah, first, no, no, that, yeah. First the first time. You know, it's like uh, the, the, somehow you all, you you remember the first woman you had, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm trying to forget no, that. No matter what, no matter how how she looked, uh, anything, you, you remember her. <laughs> uh, I, I I agree with you, Kim. I I I, I would like you know twist my arm, put a gun to my head. I'd say Melissa, but it hurts because I <laughs> yeah. feel like I feel like they're both yeah. equally amazing, but. You know, like okay, you can only pick one. It's like okay, I pick Melissa, but I'm really upset now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's not pleasant. It's not. It's not a. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a nice question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what we ask each other. You know, the Fate fans. Yeah, pick. You know, because everybody yeah, knows it's, it's, they're equally amazing. They're. Yeah, I, right. I can't say one's better than the other, but you know, okay, if I had to pick, you know. Yeah. Uh, just now that you've mentioned uh, what was your favorite album, what's your favorite album cover? Oh, that, that's more. Uh, I think Melissa. Really? Yeah. Wow. Why is that? <laughs> don't break the oath. It's so I iconic. I guess, I, guess you I guess you don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like both, but I, I I tend to go towards Don't Break the Oath. It's just a more iconic looking uh, album cover. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but that's I've got a different uh, relationship with that. It's, it's again, as I told you before, this is the first one. It's uh, it's uh, when I saw when I saw you have to mention when I saw it's such it's so. The picture, it's a, you know, it's an oil painting. Mm. The first time I saw the cover, I was just, what? Man. I was blown away. I'm, I'm very much into art. I'm, I'm very much into drawing. I like the old uh, movies. You know, the old, you know, the oldest uh, cypher drawers. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. Like, it's not that tools like a dark tool. Uh, about the blah, blah, blah. That's it. But the first time I saw it, I, I have ever, never seen a more powerful drawing uh, or painting than that. It just... Wow, by his face, and then when 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 don't break the oath, don't not just. I hope you don't make me. I hope you don't think I'm arrogant. But when when I saw don't break the oath, it it it, 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 it's what it was expected. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I like I I like to ask question about the back of don't break the oath. It it kind of looks like King Diamond's walking out of like a. A castle thing. Did you guys have a stage set up at one point where it was like yeah, a castle? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so did. that was a live shot. Yes. The, the, the whole tour on the, the whole US tour we had a, 
we had we had to we had a, a setting sent from Denmark to the US by a ship, a big container. We had a, a, a complete stakes uh, brought complete stakes to the USA. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard mm-hmm. that? No, no, mm-hmm. nobody's yeah. mentioned that. Yeah, Michael true. didn't mention any of this. <laughs> you, you don't know much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't tell us. <laughs> How was the first trip to the U.S.? Uh, were you like frightened to go to the U.S. or how did that go? We don't know go along. We were excited, very excited, very excited. For us, it was as it was. It was an opportunity. Mm. Not very many Danish bands get to to to, to tour for the U.S. Mm. U.S. Australia still don't. And um, that was uh, that was uh, as big as it could get. Uh, the the chance, you know what I mean. Uh, that was a big, as big an opening as we could ever get, and with people uh, visit us, and that in in in, in Phoenix when we arrived at the, the venue, yeah. uh, I was a, I was a huge fan of Judas uh, Priest, and mm-hmm. then the the guys were saying everybody except the rock album was saying that just being cool, just nodding. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even dare to go to say hello. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so, uh, uh, what, what's your favorite Judas Priest album, Kim? I'm curious. Well, uh, I detected that Judas Priest was uh, the the Priest uh, Steel album, and okay, it's a bit strange. Maybe not the best, but it's uh, very special. I think I like That's the sound. Uh, I, I, I like the I like the drama. Uh, I think it's the one. I think. <clears throat> so I like that album, but they've done so much, so much good stuff. So it's it's hard to say what the best. Yeah, but, uh, that's a good I've one. Got a, I've got a special thing with Priest. Uh, How do you feel when uh, Neil uh, Peart passed away? Since you're a Rush fan, yeah, that's that's just uh, yeah, it's too early. Mm-hmm. Too early. I think uh, I think uh, we lost uh, we lost the lighthouse. In many ways, mm. uh, great, great human being, great philosopher, great drummer. Mm. He's got a, uh, he had a lot of work. And we all, but it's just, it's just a little bit more that day. Yeah. Yeah. But Oh, oh so. and um, but before I forget, because I will if I go any longer, sorry for <laughs> interjecting, but. Um, you were talking about uh, the album covers, though, and I actually agree with you, Kim. I like Melissa better than Don't Break the Oath, and a big part of that is, even though uh, the, the the Melissa painting is dark and it really has a strong presence, it's got that air yeah. of dark mystery to it, and the, yeah. the name yeah. of the album is Melissa, but yeah. Don't yeah. Break the Oath, it's a demon, there's fire, it's called yeah. Don't Break the Oath, it yeah. takes... Yeah some of the uh, excitement out of it for me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Melissa is like, you know, it's like a hippie with a lot of clothes and, and, uh, and don't bring yours, it's like a streamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's you. Sorry. <laughs> that's a good one. I love that. What you, since you like art and stuff, what do you think of the EP artwork? Because obviously that's different from all, all I don't think, I don't think that's very... Uh, it's oh, very amateurish, and and it is. It's, yeah. But it's maybe maybe that's the way it should be. Yeah. At that <laughs> point, 
Well, it's a very striking EP. Like you were saying earlier, Kim, about, you know, America's the one that we're giving you the most controversy. Well, Living in America in 1983, that album cover was such, like like you yeah. said earlier, the Forbidden Fruit. When I saw that album cover, I needed to have it because it was so, you know, back then it, it was unheard of. You know, not even unheard of to hear. Go ahead. And I think, if you got the, the you got the dirty drawing, and I think you might even hear King say cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> and and Satan. You know how many metal metalheads have jerked up to that number? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry for putting pictures in your head. I'm That's all right. <laughs> That's how I was. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now I, you probably can't talk about your favorite song because you probably have so many different favorite ones. But is there one that you hated? One that you hated? You just didn't like at all? Miss uh, Face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Night of the Unborn. Okay. Good. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is... that's, that's interesting. Yeah. And was there one I mean, it, song? It, it, doesn't even, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense anywhere. I think that's but that's an opinion. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the, the art world is made of opinion, is it? So, yeah, I agree. No, I, I, yeah, like, like what he was saying, I agree too. That's, uh, that, that's the only song, at least for me, on the original Merciful Fate releases that sounds, um, slightly disjointed. It's, uh, it's, uh, not, not in the pocket, if you will. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I have a very, I had a very hard time to put any heart in that because, uh, but, um, uh, but then again, who is judge before uh, other guys like it? And then, uh, then uh, yeah, do do the best you can. But I, as mm-hmm. you say, there's no heart. I think mm-hmm. I'm not the only one without a heart in that song. Was there was there a song when you perform live? Was your favorite song to perform live in Merciful Fate? Yeah, none of no fun by the Living Dead. Um, not as uh, now uh, disgracing of souls. Ah, oh, yes. Of the yes. Very long and scary, maybe enduring, but uh, I, I like I like to play that as well. I, I love your oh, drumming in Devil's Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it That's almost had a disco feel. Yeah. <laughs> it does have a disco feel. It's meant to have a disco feel. Oh, it was, it was meant, meant to. It was meant to be uh, a bit hard and not so famous. Vision of you know you, uh, I was made for loving you you know the number mm-hmm. yes yeah, same feeling just uh, just get up yeah uh-huh. I felt like you and Kim were really connected on that song and and <laughs> I think that's what gave it the disco feel was just you and Timmy you know it, yeah. it had that that backing and that's another great thing about Merciful Fate was how how locked in you were with with Tim you know yeah. uh, it, it gave such a great feel uh you know like the rhythm section was unbelievable in that band you you know with doom by the living dead i had mentioned earlier that uh it's it's actually might be my favorite merciful fate song overall but um you know i know a lot of people don't like when they did that beginning compilation that they changed the song order for it but um i love how that starts off with doom by the living dead because that's just a powerful song the way the yeah. drums and the bass jump out yeah. now, after the the band broke up did you talk to anybody at all or i mean besides besides uh hank 
I mean, did you stop talking to King, obviously, no, no, and Michael Denner? No, 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 no. I, I talked a little bit with them, but uh, no, I, but I, I was a bit disappointed in the guys, uh, how they acted and how they reacted. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I, 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 I think I was, I was, I was pissed. I was bitter. I was uh, mad, and I think the 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 uh, they betrayed the family. Uh, what do you call it? They broke the oath. Broke the oath, yeah. Yeah, they broke the oath. They broke the oath. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you give up playing music altogether? No, no, no. I played a lot. But uh, not, uh, as I told you, I had to, I made a choice. Mm. Uh, uh, what I wanted to do. Uh, and uh, when I was a kid on the way, uh, the first of my boys, mm. then uh, and I talked to my wife about it uh, and said, uh, these are the options, and then I took uh, I took some education instead because I wanted to be uh, wanted to be around my my my, my kids when they grow up, mm. and that's not that's not possible as a heavy missile. Right. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not school uh, studio musician. I'm not uh, I'm not uh, for hired. You know, to, for mm. for a gig or for uh, for uh, that's not that's the kind true. of musician. Yeah. Uh, the, so, uh, did. Kim, did you hear the rumor? Because a lot of us heard this rumor back then. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, they said that you you were a postman uh, yeah. for mail. Yeah, for Okay, so it is true. Wife. Yeah, it is true. Uh, for uh, three or four years, and then campaign, that's where I met my wife. <laughs> oh, really? So you know, there's no there's no such thing as as a social worker for for musicians or anything like that. And I didn't I didn't earn I did as much as one dollar of, of musical pay to live on, mm. so I had to, wow. I had to, you know, I had to live, I had to get butter on the bed, and and so, mm. yeah, and right. uh, okay, salary. You don't, yeah. you don't get so, no royalties from the Merciful Fate album. Yeah, I do, but yeah, a, a bit, but that's uh, that, that's not much. Oh, wow, that's a shame because I know those still think, sell uh, a lot. I think I've. I've uh, if you put it all together uh, in the time, I think I maybe have made uh, twenty thousand dollars all along from oh, wow. uh, from being in the state. Wow! Amazing! Wow! I would expect it way more than that because they've all the reissues. Yeah. Oh, what a shame! Yeah, you know, as I said, told you that somebody, I was not that old and uh, I was not thinking business and. Uh, Somebody were more, a little bit more focused that direction, and that's uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, in the end, you know who made the most money—the people in the record company. I'm sure they mm-hmm. even made more than the band. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's the whole story. Yeah, but that's 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 But then again, uh, we split up when when things were going our way. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's just that's the way it is. I, I've, I've got no reason to complain about anything. Yeah. Uh, when there was a reunion for the uh, Into the Shadows album, were you asked to come back at all? Was that any no, talks no. with the guys? Nothing? No. 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 Wow, so no. you didn't even know it was happening? No. Oh, wow. Would you have came uh, back if they asked? I, I, yeah, I know that uh, they not told me that... Uh, that um, that uh, the king and uh, Hank uh, at a certain point 
Uh, he says that they hated me, and I don't know why. They, the only reason, like, I, they never told me. They never told me I was any problems. I know that I was, uh, as I told you before, I was some challenges, some issues, and I uh, was not that old, and uh, I had a tough time in, in my childhood, and uh, sort of uh, should have had some help uh, from, uh, maybe should have had some help from the, from the little, from, from the older boys in the band at the time, but mm-hmm. they, uh, I felt I feel I feel a little bit that turned back on me instead. Yeah. instead of, uh, but that's that maybe just in my head, so uh, it doesn't. Uh, I, don't, I don't really think about it. Yeah. I don't want to waste any energy in that. Mm. No, of course, yeah. what's done is done. Yeah. Yeah, and still, now still, still, made a world of difference to me. For uh, I, I can't imagine what happened. What would have happened if, if it hadn't played with Mr. Green? Mm. Maybe something better. I don't know. Maybe something worse. No, I, don't, I think. Yeah. Yes. Now, actually, uh, their Missile Fate's getting back together again, and now Michael Denner's going through the same thing that would like what you did. They didn't yeah, ask him to rejoin the band. No, they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> Me and Michael talked about it, and I, I think I could have. I think we wrote about it on Facebook. I said that it's not a reunion. I said it's yeah. too bad to split up the band. What's right. that kind of music reunion? I think it's a joke. I think it's an insult. Uh, and uh, I think uh, it's just it's King and Hank with some hard hands, uh, hard decisions to, 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 to make some money. Uh, and if the defense thinks that's okay, I've got no problem with it. But uh, I think there's. Sh- I think it's uh, ah, it's squeezing the living here. I mm. think. I think so too. Yeah. I they find have, the whole thing slightly dishonest. Yeah, <laughs> I think they were. They, if, if, if you look at it as a brand, they are doing what they can to devaluate. Mm. Yep. But in the I end, they, in the end, Kim, yep. it's not uh, '80s fate. No matter what they do, it'll still be heralded. And I don't think it'll ever be tainted, no matter how, uh, where this uh, reunion goes or what they do with the name. Uh, it, it, in the future, everybody's still gonna praise those uh, '80s out, the two '80s albums and the EP as uh, it, it just. I know, what, I know what you're saying, but you have, if you look at it from my point of view, I know that Jimmy, Jimmy has passed, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, in Denmark we have a saying that you know the hope is green, the light green, the hope is green. You know what I'm uh-huh. uh, saying? And um, every time that when they do something like that, for me it closes another door. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. If, if, if I have been doors open, they're just they're closing and closing and closing them. Uh, ah! What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> so we just got murdered. Yeah, that was my roommate. Sorry. Oh, really? Tell him thanks. Oh. <laughs> um, 2006, you, uh, Merciful Fate won an award, and then you got you got yeah. together with the band, except for King Diamond. How did that go? Yeah. That went well. The guy who was uh, our uh, not manager, but uh, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> called, called me and uh, asked if I'd like to join for the open war. And uh, yeah, of course. Did you guys have any talks of maybe doing something again when you when you got that award? Yeah, every time uh, we get together, we talk about doing something. 
But it's, it's like it's like it's like uh, for me, it's like you know when you if you go on holiday, you meet some you meet some interesting people, and when you you're about to go home and you have to say goodbye, you say you know, we'll meet and we'll do this and we'll do that, mm. and you know nothing ever happens. Type of the same, a lot of talk, and nothing and nothing. I think every time Hank says to me, I, you have to come and join some of my projects. And I said, yes, you just call. Nothing ever happens. Hank seems to I be a problem. <laughs> Hank is Hank. He's a, he's a nice, he's a special guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we're finding that out. So, so Kim, are you still playing drums? Do you have a drum kit at home? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I'm playing drums still. But awesome. I'm... I'm but I'm not not the uh, I've got a double bass pedal now. Not the double bass. It's uh, oh, you sold out. <laughs> uh, no, a downsized, <laughs> a downsized bit. Uh, to you know, it's uh, it, it has, uh, I've got a big house uh, uh, by the beach, and um, but uh, you know, with two kids staying home and a dog and a wife, and uh, then uh, they need space and. Uh, Mm. I've got so, uh, I've got a little room for myself uh, I can put up the drums and uh, and my uh, sound equipment if I want to. So I'm so good. You got, your, your drums are in the closet. <laughs> no, they're not in the closet. I'd rather uh, give them away than uh, put them on the attic or set, put them in the closet. Mm. Drums are to be played on. Well, that's I, good. I played, You're keeping your chops I played all kind of music. I played in the jazz big band. I played the reggae. I play. Oh, I played. Wow. I played in a reggae band. It's uh, at the same time as I played with Mr. Great. Did you know that? No, I don't. I did not. <laughs> in the start, uh, in the start, when I started off with Mr. Great, I think I've been playing with him for two or three months. In uh, he had a place, place in in Denmark, you know, called uh, Sudan. Uh, oh. This is a ten or ten rehearsing room, you know, gathered in. Uh, uh, in one spot where you rented uh, a room, and mm. the door, the next door band was a, a nice, uh, some nice guys playing in reggae, and mm. then the some one day that drummer that didn't show up, and I said I can I can I can play with you, <laughs> and then I joined them just for the fun, but the, <laughs> it didn't become King very well. Two thousand twelve. In yeah. 2012, you were starting a band, uh, Metal Ruzz, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened with that? Uh, I got, um, you know what, Atrosa? Atrosa? You know Rheumatism? Atrosa? You know what that is? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It, I've got, uh, I've started to have some uh, problem with my, my, uh, my knees and my uh, toes. Uh, you know, it, it's like when your joints get uh, like wear and tear. But, um, no. Oh, arthritis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got that in my knees and my 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 foot and my hands and my uh, elbows, but uh, it's not uh, not worth it. It's, I had to 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 establish how, how how bad it was before I went to play anymore, and I I'm still I'm still uh, in in in, uh, in the process of uh, finding out how how if I can uh, if my body can take it to play anymore. Mm. Uh, mm. Because I get some, I get pain, but that's okay. You know, I, yeah, I can live with pain right. uh, because it's it's there. No matter what I do, I can, no, I can sit on the couch, have feeling sorry for myself. It hurts. I can do things. It hurts. 
So mm. then, um, when I do things, I, I sort of, you know, it's like think, think about something else, having your focus elsewhere, then your own uh, misery, as you can tell, or your own pain, then it, uh, then it uh, fades and gets in the background. Mm. So I have I've, uh, I've learned to, to to live with it, but I I'll never be I'm not I'll never be able to to to, to you know join a band and rehearse uh, full time and all this shit. I can't do that anymore. But right. I'd love to I'd love to guest any band. Uh, let me can I can I can I can I put that uh, in uh, this uh, podcast that if anyone any oh. any band uh, of, of the ones who know me. But to me to 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 be a guest on an album or something like that, they are so welcome to 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 ask me because I, I'd love that. Actually, oh, I've got. To, I would I would well, love to have you drum on one of my songs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You, 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 you facilitate it. I'll be there. All right, cool. I will pick a song that I I suck at playing right now, and I will give it to you, and I will let you do it. <laughs> oh, Sam, can you do one of mine too? I'm in a band. No, I asked first. <laughs> After you're done with with Wayne, is it for records or what is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Doing album. yeah. Ralph, yeah, Ralph has a band too, uh, Thrasher. Oh, and also, uh, yeah. Kim, I, I released a Merciful Fate tribute EP, yeah. which is yes, only did. material uh, that you were involved in. I I did a cover of. Um, In case you don't have oh, it, oh yeah, here it is. Yeah, there there it is. Uh, what was the song? Uh, Leave my soul alone. <laughs> I did could a cover please, of that one. Okay. You know, which is not either on either. Could you, could you get Wayne to to to, to, to email me uh, uh, what you've done? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and, of and, course. And, and Kim, I, if you like, I, I can even send you the limited edition vinyl I have of it. Oh, that would that would be uh, great. <laughs> we'll send you the MP3s. Yeah, and I'm, ready. I'm, ready. I'm, I'm ready to play. I'm always ready to play. You, you and Michael Denner should do something. Yeah, we, we talked about that as well. But um, yeah, let's see. If we, we we might we might. I've got some ideas, uh, but uh, um, yeah, take yeah. some of the. Uh, I, I would like to 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 example. For example, Dumba uh, I would love to do a new version of it. I've done some. I might send it to you. I've got a, but just for the the three of you, uh, you guys in the studio. My God, it's uh, Benny and Benny Peterson. You know, mm-hmm. him and me yep. playing around, playing, fooling around with the Doom by the Living Dead, and I've played um, some top bass drum on it instead of the single bass drum, and put, put some strings on it, and uh, yeah, it sounds really. It's very rough. It's very rehearsal, but I will I will send you something if you want it. But uh, you have yeah, to promise yeah. me you, just, you won't just distribute it. Uh, no, of course to, not. No, 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 not Nobody at all. Nope. But I would because, love uh, to hear it. Yeah. 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 You can share with your friends, but yeah, but I know if, if Mr. Bendix Peterson uh, finds <laughs> out, I'll have a, I'll have a lawsuit on my ass. And I, <laughs> you know, we I, I would never do that never. to you, Kim. Uh, you know, I'm dedicated. <laughs> and to never, yeah. Uh, what were you saying, Ralph? Before you got cut off? No, I, I was no, I was just saying that. Um, no, what I said earlier. If you wanted a copy of the vinyl, I'd be happy to send it to you. And you know, I do have the MP3s. I don't think you have that, Wayne. I can send it to you, so you can send it to Kim. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but
And it was just a little project, a little tribute we did to, to the 80s fate. Released 250 yeah. copies of it, and that's it. It's uh the the cover is a uh, is a parody of um of Don't Break the Oath, where where the demon's not pointing, he's giving the middle finger, and <laughs> and the back of the album is a parody of the EP, where it's actually me on the cross instead of a a naked woman. <laughs> Are you naked? No, no, thank God, <laughs> no, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to sell copies. Crazy, that's nice. Yeah, I'm not that normal. Yes, that is, that is true. I'm no, that's, that's reassuring. That's reassuring. I hate to talk to long people. It makes me, you know, I'm secure in some, some way. Well, you're on the right show for that. We're all yeah. nuts. <laughs> like Harry Dean Stanton once said, regular fucking people, I hate them. <laughs> the, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you do you do, do you listen to, to any of the, the new uh, type of metal? Do, do you know, uh, for example, David Maximilian? Who? Uh, I no. have David not heard of him. No. Do you know uh, Pomegranate Tiger? Um, no, <laughs> no, not really. I don't think so. No. The one that I'm, listen, I'm listening what? to a band called Crip Sermon. They're a brand new band, Kim. I think you'd like them. They're very, mm -hmm. very good. They're they're called yeah. Crypt Sermon. Yeah. I do What's I do explore newer metal bands, but I have not heard of those two artists you just mentioned. That's not, that's not a, it's a bit more avant-garde metal. It's um, you know, you know the guy called uh, Pliny. Yes. -E -E. It's, it's 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 in that direction, and I love that kind of music as well. Okay. Oh, okay. You know, um, you know who you might like then, Kim? There's a band. I believe they're Japanese. They're called Kansu. It's spelled K-H-O-N-S-U, and they're avant-garde like that. And I really like them. They're a really cool band. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. But but they all it's like it's like this uh, avant-garde genre. It's like it's uh, trying to uh, uh, trying to be show themselves as, as intellectuals. You know, everything mm -hmm. is it's called Ilan, you know Andromeda or Helix Nebula or it's all some spacey stuff. All of it. Uh, but uh, the music is it's 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 quite interesting. It's it's quite new. It's um. David, David Maximilian, I think you should study him. You should listen to him. He, it's like every type of music mixed uh, uh, on a heavy foundation. It's very, it's it's uh, bagpipes from Scotland. It's uh, ukulele. It's uh, saxophone. It's fucking everything. Jeez, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check it's, that uh, out. Yeah, it's like it's like a, it's like a Rush meets uh, Pink Floyd meets Queen meets Judas Priest. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. I think I promised too much. But that, that's how that's uh, the way I I, I, I hear it. <clears throat> Excellent. I'm gonna have to check that out because I'm a I'm a big Zappa fan and I always loved how he would mix different styles together. So that sounds really yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it, I, I love that. Also some uh, I, I also funk music, some for a band called Wolfpack. 
uh, and some other uh, uh, new type funk music. It's very uh, nearly nearly like leaning up in industrial and the industrial method scene. It's just very very funky, uh, and I love that as well. I think you should do yourself a, pay, a favor. Fight for my grande tiger and listen to the number called stars. And uh, if you like heavy metal, you like uh, guitar music. I think you it'll, it'll blow you away. It blew me away. I think the same 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 but uh, way that that Mr. Fate might have blown you away at that time. Totally right. Yeah. Gonna, totally new. But no no lyrics, no lyrics. It's uh, instrumental. Uh, check that out. Check oh, that very out. Very interesting. So that's well, your, is that your favorite new yeah. band that's out right now? Like the new stuff. What? Is that your yeah, favorite David new Mac- thing that's out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From the Tiger and and then David Maximilian and uh, I think um, Pliny and um, there's a they got the strangest name. There's a band called Their, Dog, Their Dogs Were Astronauts. They're making uh, oh yeah, astronauts. I know them. Yeah, okay, yeah. they're good. Yeah. That, that that type of music, I I'm into that for the time being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we saying, right, Robert? Well, it's good what? you're still exploring music out there, and you didn't give. Uh, you know, you're still a music fan. Yeah, really. Because a lot of people, age. you know, uh, our age, you know, we we all have people we grew up with that don't don't explore music anymore, and right. if they do, they just stay in the past. You know, yeah. some of the people I know they stayed in like 1997, and that was the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> but music is music is, is uh, if you if you. If you use it, you can use it as therapy as well. I do that. Yes. If, yeah. if my mind is is full of too many, I have to listen to music, and it has to be so loud that my it moves my body, because when something pushes to my body, it pushes to my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking. About if you've got a lot of on your mind, yeah. take a trip, take a run. Your mind will, your mind will start moving. You'll start thinking. Again, and that's that. I do use music very much that way, but I, music has to be has to be loved. You have to not only hear music; you have to feel it as well. I think mm-hmm. uh, I'm not well, much I of a listener. I can't I can't listen to music and talk with other people. I hate when I'm listening to music and my wife asks me a question. I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, never. Never. <laughs> well, Kim, I'm not just—I'm just not speaking for me, but uh, your music, the Merciful Fate '80s music, helped a lot of people in uh, in situations, you know, and uh, you know, hard times. Uh, that yeah. music really did help a lot of people, including myself, through hard times. And uh, and I'm sure you've gotten that a lot. I mean, because honestly, uh, it, it is a very extremely special band. How 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 did that do that? But the way you think, or the, was it the inspiration to 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 to? You mean how how could it do that? It it, it was help? just music is like you said therapy, and yeah. uh, okay. listening to Merciful Fate really did help me through a lot of hard times. Okay. And it was okay. very inspirational. And uh, like I said, you know, for me, it's like the that. The the top of my list is uh, '70s Black Sabbath and '80s Merciful Fate. Those two are my favorite bands of all time. Okay, is that's that the, why the, the feeling it the, the the feeling you get inside when you listen to it the the the, the thoughts the the, the 
the feeling in your gut, things like that. Yeah, the yeah. the it even soothes the soothes the soul, as they say. You know, yeah, it makes yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. me feel better. It's an, a great escapism. Uh, yeah. You know, you escape your problems and you listen to yeah. it very, very loud, like you said, and nobody interrupting yeah. me, and yeah. uh, just listen to it and soak it all in, and it really yeah. does help. It helps a lot yeah. mentally. It carries you, you know. away. It carries you away. It takes your mind, lifts it up, and carries you away. It, yeah. If you use music, you let them. Yeah, I couldn't agree with more. That's, and it's a beautiful experience. Yeah, yeah, and and you are part of it. You you've created music that does that to many many people. I'm not just speaking with me. I'm talking generation of metalheads. You know, yeah. I couldn't ask for more than could I? There is a a guy called Sean Peck. Have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah, Sean, the, the English guy. Yes. Yes. Has he contacted you to do any of the projects that he has done with uh, Michael Denner and Hank Sherman? No. No. <laughs> All right. Cool. That's a shame. Fill me in, please. Oh, so you, oh, oh, he did a band with uh, Michael Denner and Hank Sherman uh, called uh, 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 what the hell is it? Denner Sherman. Denner Sherman. Denner Sherman. Uh, <laughs> I drew a blank there. Yeah, Shut yeah. up, Greg, rolling your eyes at me. <laughs> but, Shut uh, your yeah, eyes. Yeah, he, he, it was uh, Michael Denner, Hank Sherman, and also uh, Snowy Shaw. So I was wondering if uh, maybe he had you in mind to fill in that place for the drums instead of Snowy. Oh no, I've you know, there are so many stories about me. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think um, it's like, it's like I, sometimes I feel like I'm best standing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> mm. um, I think the only, I know I'm in best standing, but I don't know why. I think it's because I'm not even much myself. When I say uh, what, I, what I think and feel, I am not, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, you're not a off. kiss ass. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, that that must be all inside stuff, Kim. Because uh, as far as like us, I mean, we've never heard a bad word about you through all the years in the press, or but it must be like the inside people and yeah, you know the is, band members. Is, is. What what is the worst thing that you heard you know, uh, rumor about you? Hank, I've never, I've never, I've never been. Uh, they never asked me to join anything. They never talked to me. They never called me. In it. wow. Nothing. What's the worst rumor that you've heard about yourself? I have, you're, I'm moody. I'm moody. How are you? Uh, you don't uh, seem very moody on here. <laughs> I, I, I know I am. I am moody. I know I am. Maybe sometime I, I get... Uh, they see me as moody, but uh, I'm just being me. I'm just... Uh, mm. I'm just honest. I'm not... Uh, I'm not wrapping things in honey and cotton. Mm. Um, I speak my mind, uh, and if you do not agree with me, I'm I, I'm always i always wanted to, to to back off or change my point of view. But you have to have fucking good arguments. I don't mm. just do it. You have to convince me. Yeah, this is one thing I actually I forgot to even ask this question. Since Kim Ruz isn't your real name, where did Ruz come from? It, it, <laughs> When we have to have, you know, when you're, it's not enough to play heavy metal. Mm. It, it takes a lot more. You have to have the right dress, the right dress. You have to have the right hair. Yeah. You can't just play metal. You have to look as as a musician as well. And then the name, 
I was have always been a major fan of uh, of the band Rush, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I couldn't call myself Kim Rush because listen, everybody had to have an, another name, like an artist name. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, I think it's vanity, or something like shit like that, stupidity. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, and then it, it became true. So I think it was the dinner who said, "Then you need to spell it Rush with, with the two C's uh, instead." And then okay, I did that. And the, the funny thing when when we came to America, everybody saw thought that Russ is ah, it was a bit gay, gayish. Uh, <laughs> 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 but it's a, my real name, you know that Jensen. Ah, oh, Jensen, man, totally Viking. It's just a stick to my own my my original name. That be a, that would have been more metal and and, and Viking. Yeah, then uh, rush. Yeah. <laughs> pink, pink, the name is Pink. Well, where can people go to you to, to you know to talk to you? Like you said, if if somebody wants uh, you to do do a you know a, a drumming session or whatever on their songs or whatever, where, how can they contact you on your Facebook page? Yeah, on my Facebook. Oh yeah, or any of you guys, if you uh, any of you talk to you can uh, you've got my contact. Uh, I can send them your way. What? I can send them your way to your email address, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. A serious, serious, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, serious only, guys. Don't just uh, randomly uh, email them and, and and you know ask them on Facebook. Yeah. Serious only. Yeah. And what is there a what is what is your Facebook? Facebook dot com slash is it your Kim Rose or is it what is it? I don't even no, know. Uh, I think it's Kim Y-G-E. Oh, so you use your real name? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll I'll write that out okay. on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> you should be able to, to to find me on on Facebook. Or if you knew, you got my phone number now, and uh, and you can and, and Wayne uh, Wayne's got my uh, email address. I, I, who who am I talking to now? Not, well, you're talking to all of us, but I'm Wayne. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the guys in uh, the so yeah. I, I I told you to 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 uh, to regarding my email address. Mm. That, uh, hold it close to you, hold it close to you. But but now we talked. Uh, I, I kind of get. Uh, I, I kind of like you. I, I trust you. Um, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if we can trust you, uh, so then you are free to 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 give serious people my 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 mail address because maybe maybe in a couple of months uh, Facebook may, might be. Get too much, uh, I might get have some stupid experience or something, and I close mm. it down. But then still have uh, you still have a contact uh, yeah. info for me. All right, awesome, Excellent. very cool, very cool. Anybody else have anything else before we can wrap this up? Well, it, it, there's a possibility, Kim, that because uh, my band has toured Europe before, and it's possible we we will be touring either late this year or early this year if we. Uh, do uh, play a show in Denmark. Would you come out? I would get you on the guest list and get you in for free. Yeah, yeah, I bet you, you can keep me away. Awesome, because I would love to meet you, and I'd love to, hey, maybe come up on stage and play a song with us. You never know what happens. I'm, a, I'm open to open. Oh, I'm that's great. Positive. I'm always positive and open. That is great. It's awesome. been an honor talking to you, Kim. And, uh yeah. Uh, I, I, I have I, I have one question for you for you three guys. Sure. Because it's an idea I've got. Um, as I told you, I didn't 
I haven't earned any money on Mr. Fate. Uh, not worth talking about. Uh, and I, nobody has uh, any videos with me playing. Is that true? Well, no. I do. I have a full show no, just, of. Yeah. I have a but, full show of. Uh, b- before Melissa came out, I have a full show of Merciful Fate with you playing with them. From where? I, I believe it's Denmark. I could be wrong. I'd have to look into that. But it is yeah, a professional. One of the ones from Denmark is, um, I think that's the, the the one concert we did after we, we came back from America, isn't it? From the um, US. Well, King Diamond still had that makeup that's on the original uh, EP. It wasn't yeah. refined yet. And uh, you were wearing a shirt that had kind of like tassels on the sleeve. Do you remember that? Um, could it have been, is it from Eindhoven? Yeah, I think that may yeah, be. Yeah, I think it is Eindhoven. Yeah. It, it has a little that, backstage footage. An old, an old type of camera? Uh, well, no, yes. no, it's, no, no, it's, it's a professionally, it's several cameras. It's not just one camera. I'm, I'm looking up on YouTube right now. The one from Eindhoven looks like it's just like a, um, like a bootleg. Somebody just sitting in the audience recording. It's not a that, fan shot. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Well, the one what? the one I'm talking about that when they released, yeah. uh, I believe it was Metal Blade. I uh, could be wrong. Released the the Melissa, uh, you know, like a re-release. They put some of the show on an extra DVD on there. It is a, a bit like you can buy it, but it's not the full show. I actually have the full show. Okay, I haven't seen. I think I haven't seen. Oh, well, I'd be happy to send it to you if you like it. Oh, that would be great. Consider it done. I will do that. Uh, You give Wayne the information of your address, and I'll send it to you. Yeah, I do that. Thank you very much, Kim. Yes, thank you very much for coming on. Hold on one minute. Don't go anywhere. You got some. What what, what were you saying, Ralph? Oh no, I just, I just was going to say again. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, this has been uh, amazing for me because. We, ha- we never hear from you. We never hear, and it's just so amazing to actually get to talk to you. I mean, I would have been I would have been happy enough just to read an interview in a magazine, but much less talk to you is even yeah. more mind-blowing to me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm, I'm, if you could see me, you'll see me blush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next time, you got to get Skype, though, so this way we can see you and... Uh... Maybe have been yeah, but then, uh, the next time I will uh, I will have Skype and uh, I'm in, in, I'm in the middle of uh, having my keys fixed. I've broken uh, one of my uh, front tooth. And, uh, okay. <laughs> no matter what, I wouldn't have gone on Skype on camera now. Yeah. <laughs> you could put a, you could put like a chiclet in there or something. Nobody would notice. I would look I'd look like a bummer to the That's right. If you've seen us, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> Especially Greg. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple <laughs> giant pieces of teeth missing. <laughs> but yes, thank you very much. But don't go. Uh, let me just close out the show. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Um, Ralph, we're going to do like a cross brand thing with your show, right? Yes, we're going to do a crossover. I'm going to put this up, Kim, on uh, my podcast, and I will send you a link when it's up. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Yeah. Likewise, my friend. You too. It's been so, a pleasure. 
Everybody, please check out uh, ratsoundreview.com. And uh, Ralph, you don't have a website or anything, right? You just have your Facebook. Well, I have my band, thrasherdie.com. That's just, right. that's my only website. Right. But your your podcast stuff isn't on a website. My podcast, yeah, Vieira Vault. Uh, check out my podcast, Vieira Vault. Yeah. I'm on YouTube as Almost Human, where I've done some reviews on Merciful Fate, actually. Only 80s, by the way. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, maybe, uh, 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 Kim, my name is Ralph Vieira. I'm going to send you some links to my reviews yeah. on Merciful Fate, yeah. and you yeah. can hear how much I praise you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yep. So definitely please go check out Ralph's stuff. And, uh, yeah, go add us on YouTube. Please subscribe. You're on podca- uh, Podbean, sorry, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, everything. Just go to RatsAlReview.com. Everything is on there. Ralph's uh, podcast is even on our network as well. So And it's on iTunes as well, and, and iTunes, YouTube, yep. and Spreaker, and Podbean. That's right. So please go look all that up. And please yeah, go buy a Rats Out Review shirt. We will see you guys next time. Adios. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. Man, was that killer. Great Kim Ross. First interview I've ever heard, and I'm glad that the first interview I ever heard of Kim Ross was an interview I was involved in. Mind-blowing. Again, special thanks to Wayne Noon for having me be part of this interview. And check out Uh, This podcast belongs to them. He's actually putting up this version, the full version. Uh, What you just heard, I edited out a lot of stuff. I just left a very important stuff in. But if you want to see it complete and video, I mean, uh, Kim was on the phone. But you see all three of us in the podcast. And uh, check it out. This podcast belongs to them. I told them that I was going to put this version up after he puts his up. Because after all, he's the one that set up the interview. It's the least I can do. Anyway, hey, you know what time it is. Let's go into the vault. All right, this week in the vault, as I talked about on this Kim Ruz interview, uh, I'm going to play a track from the EP that me and a bunch of friends did, a tribute to Merciful Fate called Lucifer Cram Etaf. It's Merciful Fate spelled backwards. Album is called, well, EP is called Don't Fuck With The Oath. And uh, I decided to do a song that didn't appear on the EP or the two full-length albums. It's uh, uh, before that, an earlier demo that did appear on Return of the Vampire, which was a compilation of demos. And uh, here it is. I do the song Leave My Soul Alone. Crank it up.
I can never recreate that last scream I do there on that song. I did it once and I told the guy that was producing it, dude, I'm not doing that again because I can never do that again. That was Lucifer Krem Etaf uh, with Leave My Soul Alone. Thank you, everybody, as always. You know I love all of you, especially the ones that are listening to me right now because you're still listening. And, uh, oh, I got more... I got more episodes in the can. I have three more in the can. And I'm talking about episodes, not cocks. Okay? Get your mind out of the gutter, you anti-hetero. And, uh, hey, I'm on iTunes, man. Leave me an iTunes review. I haven't checked my iTunes review this week. There may be a new one, but if there is, I'll read it next week. And, uh, again, thank you so much, for everybody, for listening. And a special thanks to Wayne Noon from uh, this podcast belongs to then, and also the Rat Salad Network where he airs the Vieira Vault and all other, it's just a, a, a good mixture of podcasts. He's, he's on iTunes and, and uh, you can check him out on Facebook and join it. It's an awesome thing and I'm very thankful for Wayne Noon uh, for everything, all the support he's been giving me, man. It's, I'm humbled, and for inviting me on the show. And uh, it's not my first time. It's actually, that's my third appearance. And I have another one coming up. We're going to talk about Don't Break the Oath. And I plan on having both those guys here on the Vieira Vault in the very near future. I believe we'll be recording our episode next week, but it won't be up for like a month. Because as I said, I have three episodes to put up. That's right. Every week you're going to get a brand new Vieira Vault. And please subscribe. And again, I thank everybody that's uh, supporting me on my Vieira Vault. I'm very honored that you all take the time and share my stuff. I've seen you guys sharing my stuff on on Facebook. Many of you guys. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. And until uh, next time, schmack a gob. <laughs>